Scott McDay was for a second. To the Uncomfortables, to Captain's crew, the LFA family, the McGroin clan, coming to you live from the heart of America, Nashville, Tennessee, on Rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is Ungoverned. Having a good day. Again, even though last night was kind of weird, we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, you know, there was it was strange last night, right, to see places like Kentucky go totally red, uh, except the governor's race. What happened? Was it the candidate? I happen to think Daniel Cameron is a strong candidate. Doesn't mean anything. I'd say I'm just one guy. I don't even live in Kentucky. Was it the Trump endorsement? Was it the RNC leadership? Was it shenanigans with the election? I, I Look, I know every time an election doesn't go our way, we get like football fans or baseball fans who start blaming umpires and... You know, the ball was juiced and the bat was this and, the, you know, the air was charred. Like, not every election that we lose is rigged. I know that's not what everyone wants to hear. You want to see me throw things and pound the table about how we have to clean up our elections? And we do. But folks, don't you think if they were going to rig an election because they knew they were going to get away with it, they would have just stolen every seat? Well, they don't want to make it obvious. Well, it clearly was obvious enough for you to think it was rigged. I think we just lost last night in Kentucky. In one race. Now, Brennan, who has not been very dialed into the civic process last night, made a phenomenal point. I said, Brennan, you know, Daniel Cameron lost every... uh, He lost the the race in Kentucky. But down ballot, Attorney General, Secretary of State, and some down ballot races in Kentucky, Republicans basically swept. She said, oh, that's good. That means the governor can't do anything. Yes! Yes! See, that's checks and balances at work. Louisiana, <laughs> Louisiana had a Democrat governor for a while. Louisiana's a red state. Now, Vermont, by the way, has a Vermont. Vermont, hello. Do you remember me? Do you remember the 21st day of September? <laughs> Vermont has a Republican governor. So it is possible. We thought last year that Lee Zeldin was going to be a Republican governor in New York. Blue state, red governor. Look, it's happened before. I'm not saying everything is clean with these elections. It's not. We know that. But I want to stress something that I've been stressing for the last, let's see, 2020, we're in 2023, so that will be, yes, three years. Because of people like Linwood and because of the And this is not all Linwood's fault. I'm not putting it all at his... He didn't help. Certainly doesn't help because I keep coming up. Because of people like this guy that I'm going to play for you in a second, we keep winding... We keep fighting with ourselves as to whether or not we even should vote. Why does it matter? This guy right here. I want you to pay attention to what this guy says. Where's Kelly Loeffler here? Where's David Perdue? He ought to be standing right here. Do not be fooled twice. This is Georgia. We ain't dumb. We're not going to go vote on January 5th in another machine made by China. You're not going to fool Georgians again. They have not earned your vote. That's a guy telling people not to vote in an election where the only way to win an election is to get votes. I see this too much, ladies and gentlemen. I see this too much. It drives me crazy. I know there are issues. Don't tell me, but Sean, there's issues. You're not talking about election integrity. Shove that up your rear end. I've had election integrity experts on this show. We talk about it. We try and raise money for it. I know there are problems with the elections. You don't have to tell me. What I will not stand for, and I know the system isn't perfect, but what I will not stand for is... People telling other people who have the ability to put points on the board to purposefully not put points on the board when putting points on the board is the only way we can win. It's the only system we have, so we might as well give it our all. And then when we win, and we win a few times in a row, we can actually make the changes that we need to secure the system. Why is that so hard to understand? If I bump into one more person on social media, hey, what's the point? 
It's all rigged anyway. I, I'm, I'm seriously going to find that person and hit them with a baseball bat. I can't take it anymore. I can't. So the answer to elections is to not participate in elections? Is that really what we're doing? Get your, dragon, get ready, get your head out of your ass. Okay? Now, that's not the only reason we lost in Kentucky. That's not the only reason we lost in Ohio. That's not the only reason why, and these are top of the ballot races. That's not the only reason why Virginia went the way Virginia went. We have a serious leadership problem with the RNC. Mississippi was razor thin. Mississippi? We have a serious leadership problem with the RNC. Just like the New York Jets have a serious leadership problem in Joe Douglas. And conveniently, both Joe Douglas and Ronald McDaniel are fat, ugly, and a waste of money. Now, elephant in the room. Donald Trump endorsed Daniel Cameron. Daniel Cameron lost. Donald Trump endorsed Ronald McDaniel. She's a complete disaster. His endorsements are sometimes god-awful. We need to address the elephant in the room. McCarthy, McConnell, Romney, McDaniel. Now, Daniel Cameron was a phenomenal candidate, I believe. But there is an elephant in the room where Donald Trump just endorses people sometimes that don't deserve it. I'm not here to blame him. It's not Donald Trump's fault. And one thing that I don't like to see from specifically people on the other side of the primary, we'll call it, or supporting another candidate in the primary, is them trying to take some sort of victory lap. There it is. Donald Trump lost again. So are you happy that a strong conservative candidate like Daniel Cameron is not the governor of Kentucky? Are you happy that there are not more Governor DeSantis-type governors in the country right now? Is that the position that you're taking? Cardillo and Crystal and so many others. Is that the position that you're taking? Donald Trump lost again. Were you just waiting for him to lose so that you can dunk on him? Because that doesn't sound like a team player to me. That sounds like a dumbass who has TDS. That I didn't expect on our side of things. We got a lot of work to do. I wonder now, you know, because I got yelled at after Wisconsin went down the Supreme Court, you know, trust the plan. I wonder if now we are waking up to the fact that there are no white hats. I wonder if now we're waking up to the fact that if you think there's something magical happening beyond the scene, behind the scenes and that Donald Trump is somehow the commander in chief. Once again, Dragon, it's not Dragon I'm telling this to, but he likes when I say it, get your head out of your ass. The only way to win is to stop relying on the RNC, stop relying on Ronald McDaniel, stop relying on specific candidates, stop relying on politicians to be your savior, and go out there and let's do the work ourselves. Because God, I got to be honest, I got to be honest, there's only one Scott Pressler. There needs to be millions of them. We all have to do in some way, shape, or form. You don't want to get out and knock on doors, that's fine. You don't want to rile up people and try and direct, but you, that, that's okay. You know, while we watched Kentucky not go the way we wanted, in New York State, Suffolk County just flipped red. District 19, Vicki Palladino won with a close margin in 2021. A Republican, and she's not just a Republican like Rhino. She's like a Republican, like a MAGA. She's a conservative. She's an America first conservative. Vicki Palladino won by 20 points in District 19 yesterday in Queens on the New York City Council. It is possible with people willing to work. If you've ever seen the Whitestone Republican Club, those people are not just willing to work. Those people are ready to go to war. Politically, obviously. Some of them really, like, actually would probably go to war. But that's <laughs> the, White, the Whitestone Republican Club. They're, they're charged up. I love them. They're candidates on the City Council. It is possible. Well, we have a lot of work to do. McDaniel, Ronna McDaniel, she's got to go. And maybe Trump won't endorse her again. A lot of blame to go around everywhere. We are ultimately the ones who lost the elections. Because, what, less than half of Kentucky, of registered Republicans in Kentucky came out to vote yesterday. Ohio, abortion measures they're now, uh, abortion is now a protected right in the Ohio State Constitution yesterday because people didn't vote. Messaging sucks 
Where's the money going with the RNC? It's going up Rana's ass. In one way, shape, or form. Because we know politics is all one orgy. It's like uh, Madison Cawthorn said. And then, oh, what, wouldn't you know it? Madison Cawthorn's no longer in office because he called it out. He also did some, some kind of weird stuff. But he called out some of the behavior. It's time to pay attention, folks. It's time to get some work done. Okay? I got a great interview coming up the second half of the show with my close friend, Romont Hamer. He did a really cool, uh, like, man-on-the-street type interview with some residents. Residents, you know, people, like, actual people who live in Nashville in an area that, I'll be honest with you, I probably wouldn't have been walking around. Uh, but Ramont went down there and spoke to people and asked them their um, quite, uh, uh, opinions and thoughts about the uh, manifesto, so we'll get to that. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the elections last night and then an interview. I have the video and then the interview. We did a, a nice 25 or so minute conversation with Ramont. You're going to love him. Mr. Do-Gooder on uh, X and Instagram. That's Mr. spelled out. M-I-S-T-E-R-D-O-G-O-O-D-E-R. Mr. Do-Gooder. He's like a modern day Ben Franklin, right? Ben Franklin, silence do good. You have Ramon Hamer, Mr. Do-Gooder. All right, we'll talk to him. You're going to love him. He's great and um, you're going to see more of him. I can tell you that. But first, let's get to word from our friends over at switch2usa.com. Guys, I do, I do tough coaching here. I'm sorry. When we lose, I like to say we could have done it better. I don't, we don't need to rely on anybody else. I love Donald Trump. We don't need to rely on anybody else to do our work for us. We could do it. We have two hands, two legs, some of us. Okay? We can get out there. We can do it. Let's talk about how the world is going crazy with supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, and sky-high gas prices. We all know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time while so many little guys, small business owners, and regular people were forced to close. The wealthiest on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it, and how can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That's how we make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop Factory Direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer for all your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. No more made in China. Switch to made in the USA. It's one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation today. Shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than their shareholders and corporate executives. I encourage you to join the parallel economy that's been formed. Join the massive sweep happening through Patriot Nation and decide right now that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Sign up. My friends will give you a call back. Her name's Maria. She'll give you a call back. She'll enroll you. And then you can finally start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop that is switch the number two USA.com. Switch the number two USA.com. Switch the number two USA.com. We also have EnviroCleanse. That's EKPure.com, home air purification system. Folks, if all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? That's because EnviroCleanse advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification. And now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flu from taking your whole family down. And it's how you uh, destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and much better sleep. Visit ekpure.com and use the code LFA for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home air purification unit. You'll also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast and free shipping. That's $150 in savings at ekpure.com, code LFA. EKPure.com, code LFA, EKPure.com, promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha, EKPure.com, code LFA. All right, last but not least, we have the LFA TV store. You're going to see it on your screen for, your, for you in just a second. This is the LFA TV website. Click on the store tab. It takes you to the LFA TV store, and you will see that there is a clearance sale going on right now. Clearance items are 10 bucks until they're gone. There's also a bunch of new items on there. Head over to LFATV.us, LFATV.us. Click on the LFA TV store tab. Check out the store. See if something's in there for you or a friend. You know you'd love them. It's holiday season coming up. Some cool coffee mugs and stocking stuffers, hoodies, hats, all sorts of cool stuff there at LFATV.us at the store tab, or you can go straight to JeremyHerald.com slash store. All right. Ooh, excuse me. Goodness gracious. Ooh, look at these. Uh, we have, I got to show you this update before we get into any other stuff. I'm going to show you something to really feel good about. Uh, well, at least we're feeling good about it. Yesterday, it finally happened. This morning, this was the scene. All five cats eating soft kitten food, even with uh, Mama Cat, who's still a horn dog right oh now. 
She's just trying to mate with everything ever. Everything. So it's five kittens. They're all eating uh, soft kitten food this morning. They're all finally uh, starting to wean. So, and the heat has continued. She is, she's just, she sounds like a phone. She's shaking her ass. It's incredible. But uh, all five kittens are finally uh, eating consistently. So we are uh, very, very excited about that. Uh, Finally, finally, finally. So now, uh, once the heat goes away, once her heat subsides and kind of recedes, we can go ahead and uh, get her spayed so this never happens again. Uh, But we are happy about that as well. All right, let's get to... uh, Well, we talked about Kentucky a little bit today already. We talked about uh, some of the other races that did not go our way. And obviously, you know, I would rather have come on on the show this morning with great news that, hey, you know, the uh, tide is turning. But unfortunately, what it shows you is... Uh, that we have a lot of work to do, that we can't trust the establishment, that we can't trust leadership. We have a lot of work to do. And I think it was uh, J.R. Majewski who put it probably better than uh, than anybody I've seen put it in the past. I put it up on my Instagram story. J.R. Majewski, who we're going to try and get on the show in a, in a little bit, maybe next week, he said on Twitter... Here's what I believe Republicans can learn from the election in Ohio, because he's from Ohio, in, uh, on issues one and two tonight. Many Republicans I spoke with voted yes on both of these issues. Those were the abortion issues, not necessarily because they supported them, but because they perceived that a yes vote would give them authority over what they believe is their personal liberty. Right, wrong, or indifferent, this shows that A, the GOP elite and establishment is fall, a failing in their messaging, Uh, to liberty-minded Republicans, and B, a large portion of Republicans do not trust our elected officials. J.R. Majewski hitting the nail on the head there. It is the messaging that is failing. Now, it's not our message on our show that's failing. And as much as I love and relish and appreciate, and I think it's amazing, the opportunity to have 2,500 people watching live by the end of the show every single day, in order for what we're doing to be special and, and, and in order for what we're doing, and it already is special, but in order for it to be momentous and significant enough to affect actual change, which has always been my goal. My goal has always been to affect change in the right direction. I'll do the Trump voice for you all day long. I love seeing you laugh. I love seeing the likes and the shares and the views and the follows, but I really want all of that to translate to wins. People don't seem to understand that about me. They're like, oh, you're the Trump guy. Yes, I am the Trump guy. I sound like Donald Trump. It's a wonderful thing. I'm so excited, blessed to be given the opportunity to be able to impersonate many people. Many people say it better than anybody else. The most notorious and well-known person in the world. It's, you know, I'm happy that I'm not great at impersonating Vivek Ramaswamy. I think he says some good things, but, you know, a handful of people know who he is. But I don't need it to sit there and just chuckle and laugh all day long. That's good. I love it. But we need to start winning. Which is why sometimes I like to dial back some of the funny. Because it's a serious thing we're doing here. And while it is an effective tool to win the culture, and it is. And we got a lot of culture to win back. And I'm proud and happy to be playing a role there. I want to turn the likes, the follows, the shares, the comments, and all the hours that we put into this into wins. That's why every morning I ask for the thumbs up. We joke. Brennan's going to come get you. She's not going to come get you. Well, she will. But she's not. Look. (laughs) Here's the deal. (laughs) Tune in that chapter of pressure. I I got hairy legs. No, no. Seriously. It's not about having this show and having this many views. Are those views worth it? Are they? Are, are we winning? Now, we can. It's going to take... Look, you got guys like Bongino saying the same thing that we say every day. He's got hundreds of thousands every morning. We still haven't won because we need more. We need more. Our channel here, LFA TV, has gone over 72,000 followers. That's, that's amazing. I'm so excited. Can we double it by the end of the week? Can we double it by the end of the month? Can we double it by the end of the year? Can we? I know that we can. It's physically possible to reach the millions of people that are on Rumble. So why aren't we? It's not Rumble's fault. It's not our fault. 
But collectively, we have a lot of work to do. We have to show our friends and bring more people into the fold. We have a lot of work to do. Why are we losing elections? Because we have more work to do. Because we're relying on other people to solve our problems. We have the ball. We're holding the ball. We just got to take it and run. That's the good news. The good news is we are in control. F. Ronald McDaniel. Donald Trump is great. He's running for president. He's got his own problems. You know, I don't care about local, state, or whatever Republican parties. We're going to talk about that in a second. We are in control over what we want to see done here. That's the facts, folks. That's the facts. So Kentucky be damned. Ohio be damned. Messaging be damned. We own the messaging. Let's take it. And let's make RNC chairwoman... Ronna McDaniel irrelevant because she doesn't have to be the reason why we lose elections or the reason why we win elections. You know damn well if Daniel Cameron had won that election yesterday, she'd be taking a victory lap, taking credit for it. No. We can be this we can be like Scott Pressler. We can win like Vicky Palladino. We can continue to make change like we did on Long Island, Suffolk County now. Is red. Is the guy they elected going to be some sort of MAGA Republican? Of course not. But it's still red. Legislature on Long Island is controlled by, dominated by Republicans now in Suffolk County. Nassau and Suffolk County on Long Island are both Republican-run counties. It is possible to win. And for those of you who are along for that ride while we flipped Nassau... And for those of you after I left, continued that legacy and flipped Long Island. You know how much hard work it takes. You know the blood, sweat, and tears. You know the, the fights and the battles and the, the stress it puts on you. But you can win. We need to take LFA TV. I'm telling you right now, we are the answer. We need to take this network and aggressively but not annoyingly Share it with our friends. Instead of sending, you know, like, like people send me the message in my hand, you have to watch this. I don't watch it. But when I get someone like Speaker Stubbs, I call him Speaker Stubbs, in my DMs on Twitter, I didn't know him from a hole in the wall. I go, hey, I listened to your show. It was really good. Um, you know, you might want to consider having this Jay Valentine fellow on. He sent me a few links and I went into it and I looked at it and watched it. Matt Brown does the same thing sometimes. He sends me some, a lot of really great stories. Let's thoughtfully share this with people. Let's bring people into the fold. Because if we do that, I can tell you, folks, the, the blueprint is there. Kevin and I on Long Island, we, we have a blueprint. There's a way to replicate that across the country. We just now need to amplify the message. Amplify the message. Grow the platform. Grow the reach. The influence. And the enthusiasm now for the next 12 months to get tired again, run ourselves into the ground again, and win again. It's possible we're going to do it, I think. Now, I want to show you this video that my friend Ramont Hamer put together in Nashville. He spoke to actual residents about this case here, this uh, manifesto. And, you know, the police are saying, oh, we're going to investigate the leak. We're so upset about the leak. They're more upset with the leak than they are with the freaking shooting. And what the message and what the manifesto said. Listen to residents here in net. These are real people, folks. You're not going to see this on Fox. Newsmax, I like them. You're not going to see this there. They're not lucky enough to know Ramon Hamer. I am. He's a great guy. He really is a great guy. We love him. Mandy also. A lot of fun. One of the best things about moving to Tennessee was, was, was bumping into those guys and gals. You know, they're good, really cool. Here's a video he put together. Take a listen to this and watch this. Every parent should know everything that's going on around them, especially when it comes to that charity. I think that suppressing any kind of information that has to do with something so serious is not... What's going on, y'all? I'm down here at JC Projects, right outside of downtown Nashville, having some good conversations with some of the community around here because they have kids 
and they would also like to know the fact that their kids are safe when they go to school. Me as a parent, personally, yeah, it don't matter, black, white, whatever, yeah. however it's coming. I feel as if every parent should know everything that's going on around them, especially when it comes to their children. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to their community, especially when it got something to do with their sales in general. Because at the end of the day, yeah. if we don't know what we got going on, yeah. how would our church be able to know? Thank you. How would the people around the neighborhood, the community know? Yeah. Especially if no one's leaked it. Yeah. Especially if no one's telling us about it. So therefore, as a parent, yes, it's way more than the community can be doing. It's way more than we should be doing as parents, period. Yeah. Having to find out things like this through other good people. Yeah. That ain't right. No. Yeah, that's all. The National Shooters Manifesto was just leaked by Steven Crowder. Thank you, Steven Crowder. Um, you did the world of service, man. You really did. That's Vermont Hamer walking the streets in Nashville and interviewing people. Took it upon himself to do it. He called me. He said, I want to do this. And I said, well, I'll put it up and let's, let's do an interview afterwards. We're going to talk to Vermont. I've got it. You're going to hear it. You're going to love him. You're going to love what he has to say. And we're going to talk about that video about how real residents are happy that this thing leaked because they demand what transparency they demand to know what's going on with what their children their family their community and you have a disconnect between elected officials and the people who elected the officials that's unacceptable we're going to talk about that because you're not going to see what Ramont did for us getting us that footage anywhere else you're not going to see that Nobody wants to put that out there because it runs what? Counter to the narrative. So we're going to talk to Ramont in just a minute. Before we do that, I want to get to a word from a couple more of our sponsors. Obviously, let's go Brandon Token. Let's go BrandonToken.com. Let's go BrandonToken.com. Crypto, ladies and gentlemen, you got to love crypto. It's a cool, cool project. Let's go BrandonToken.com. You see it on your screen right there. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a deep dive into the world of cryptocurrency where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. This is Let's Go Brandon Token. What sets them apart is the unique approach to giving back with every transaction made using the wallet. A token, 2% goes to the America First wallet, which donates to charities that align with our values. Let's Go Brandon Token also rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back into the community. So you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of the whole thing. Uh, they are developing a non-custodial crypto wallet called Freedom Finance, which provides you with full control over your assets, ensuring security and peace of mind. And that's not all. Whether you're new to crypto or looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Brandon Tokens got you covered with self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. The classes provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. Visit the website today, letsgobrandontoken.com, to learn more and become a part of the incredible movement. Embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact. Together, also note that Investing in cryptocurrencies does involve risk, and it is important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice. Check them out at letsgobrandontoken.com. Last but not least, we have 4patriots.com. That's the number 4patriots. You see it on your screen right there. Millions of people lost power after Hurricane Ian ripped through. One of the first things the local government did was put out food safety tips because a lot of people will watch their food spoil inside their fridges if they're unable to get gas for their generator. Well, now you can get a solar generator safe to use indoors, whisper quiet, strong enough to run your fridge it's the patriot power generator from the number four patriots it's not ordinary power it's a generator that never needs gas ever and it even comes with a free solar panel right now for a limited time you can get 500 dollars off at fourpatriots.com. if you use promo code lfa lima fox Trot alpha for 10 percent off of everything it's rated five stars from over 600 reviews on the website and backed by their 100 guarantee for an entire year so it's risk-free you may be asking why are they called for Patriots? That's because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to fourpatriots.com to get 500 bucks off the Patriot Power Generator so you will be ready for the next blackout. That is fourpatriots.com, code LFA. The number fourpatriots.com, code LFA. Fourpatriots.com, promo code LFA, Lima, Foxtrot Alpha. Without further ado, I want to get to the interview with Vermont Hamer. You guys are going to enjoy this a lot. 
So keep listening. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Send this show off the charts and share it with your friends. Here's our conversation with Ramont Hamer in the wake of that video on the manifesto leaking. Residents react in Nashville and Ramont gives us his two cents, which is worth a whole hell of a lot more. Enjoy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Captain's crew, Ungovernables, LFA family, the McGroins that are in the chat. You know, there's this group of people. They're amazing. Go by the uh, last name McGroin. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. It's, a, it's an incredible phenomenon that we see here on Rumble. You saw the video that we just played. Interviews from uh, the inner cities of Nashville about what is going on, not just even in education and with the Covenant School Shooters Manifesto, but with politics and civics as a whole. Transparency matters. Parents want to know what's going on with their children. And we have uh, the man who put that interview together for all of us, a man I've known since, I want to say it was April of uh, 2023. Moved here in January, bumped into this fine gentleman in April of 2023. It was either April or May, something like that. And I've hit it off ever since. He said, you know, we got we to do something about Nashville here. We're both here. We got to do a show. We got to do an interview. Let's make it happen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Ramont Hamer to Ungoverned. He's right here. He's a good friend now and uh, a close ally here in uh, in Nashville. Someone I definitely am very excited to have bumped into. Ramont, welcome. First time on the show. Happy to have you here. I yeah, appreciate you having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah, man, you put the video together. Uh, we, we all just saw it of what uh, you were asking residents down there in Nashville uh, about regarding the manifesto and transparency and local events. So what inspired you to do that? I know at the end of the video you had mentioned, you know, thank thank you, Stephen Crowder, for getting that information out. What inspired you to do that? What's What was the driving factor that, you know, decided you were going to go into the projects and start asking people about how they felt about this? Well, oftentimes when you turn on the news and, I mean, pretty much in any regard, um, you only hear one voice, and that's the voice of people that um, typically look like us, they, uh, socioeconomically speaking, uh, middle class. And, and it's very rare you get a chance to look at the inner city and ask them questions about how they feel about issues like this. Because every interview that I saw on TV, every single last one of them, um, they unfortunately didn't include people that, um, in my opinion, uh, should also be consulted. And so I thought, hey, why not go downtown and try it out? Yeah, and I think you got some really interesting responses, and uh, and we'll talk about more about what wasn't on uh, on that video um, in a little bit. You know, I come from New York, you know that, and 9-11, the whole nine yards happened there in September of 2001. You know, we've seen our share of tragedies in New York, and I think Nashville had a, a bombing on Christmas morning not too long ago. I believe it was, what, Christmas of 2020 uh, down there on, on Broadway, I believe it was, by the AT&T building. Oh, yeah. Um, but Nashville hasn't, I mean, as far as I know, hasn't been, uh, you know, a witness as a city to many of these big time tragedies. So, you know, I was here for about two months when the Covenant mm. shooting happened. And, you know, for me, I was like, OK, you know, I've seen this type of thing before, 9-11, et cetera. But was it, what was it like as someone who spent some more time here um, when something like that took place here in Nashville, what did that? What type of shockwaves? How how did it affect the community? You're down in Franklin. You're down in Williamson County, near Franklin. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, what was the feel there? How did it? How did it impact? You know, everybody that you know, and and you know, some of the people in your circles. So you know, it's it was it was a really heavy day, a uh, very heavy day because. Quite a few of the families uh, do live in this uh, surrounding area, um, and if they don't live in the surrounding area, um, they're out here all the time for events with different families and friends, and and so it it really hit the the, the community like really 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 hard, um, and of course all the way up to our, our governor as well, um, bless him. And uh, you know, first and foremost, we do want to you know say you know I. I, I send my condolences to the family first of all before we get started you know deep down the the the, the conversation because i think um i i don't want to say anything that can even come off as um insensitive to them by by any means so right uh, and i'm sure and, and and as as we've seen on the interviews and out here and, and just people's comments in general it's it's very much so been a hands-off let's not talk about it out here um that's what i that's what i have picked up um but i think it's something that 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 is that is 
the contrary type of thinking we should have. Um, 100%. Because Nashville hasn't always been like this, okay? Born and raised here from Nashville. Um, I used to live uh, in what's now Antioch, uh, formerly known as Antioch. Uh, It used to be a place there called Hickory Hollow. It was a mall there. It was well-to-do, if you will, like upper middle class, right? Um, and the area that is, I, I would you say Franklin, your Cool Springs area, that was all farmland. And what happened is we saw the systematic breaking down of the city. And not only because of liberal policies, but also because of immigration. Even then, immigration was going on. And this was back when Opryland was a thing, a theme park. Do you ever uh, remember remember hearing about uh, Arbyland? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, huge huge place. Um, well, I mean, a lot of that started to really really break down that area, um, just because it became so congested. There was not not a lot of places to put these folks, and so what we saw was the slow degrading of of an area that was more or less affluent, and um, it did become something of a. Uh, There was not a lot of assimilation, let's put it that way. And it made it very difficult to to, to maintain things around there. And then, of course, as you know, the, the, the area drops as people start to leave and, and move on out. And so we started to see that uptick in violence and, and Nashville really never did anything about it. And, of course, as you mentioned, Christmas bombing occurred after the Christmas bombing. Uh, we really started to see the the... I guess the fault of, of Nashville and I guess where we need to pick up the ball. Unfortunately, that has not been the case. So uh, I hope that answers your question a little bit. Yeah, it does. And, and, you know, the new mayor elect, obviously, uh, I guess he's the mayor now um, is, is apparently outraged over, over the transparency. And so this is, this is something that, you know, and again, I understand that we don't want things to leak. I, I I'm always looking at it like, you know, when the Supreme court leaked, Roe versus Wade. That was objectively a bad thing. You know, the Absolutely. leak was. The leak was. I, I, I happen to think the decision was the right decision, but the leak was a bad thing, right? Uh, and, and you could make the case that the leak in this case was a breach of trust. And I get it. The mayor's upset. The police department is upset. But I've asked this question before, and I don't want to politicize a clear and obvious tragedy, but we've seen yeah. it in so many cases. Buffalo, New York, you know, that that supermarket shopping center, the guy, we knew he was a quote unquote white nationalist five minutes after he stopped firing shots. You know, in this case, we see that obviously the shooter who I refuse to repeat her name because we don't give shooters notoriety after, you know, they're either caught or whatever. I just don't believe in doing that because we don't want to inspire it to happen again. You know, we find out about gender dysphoria and all of this other stuff that's going on. And we hear that there's a manifesto. And in every other case, when there was a manifesto, if it was somebody who, you know, bolstered their narrative, whether it was gun control or politics, we heard about it immediately. Now we don't hear about it. So we're getting people over and over and over again. I mean, we literally, Ramon, we got Hamas terrorists in Israel. We got their writings and manifesto and their motivations on the attack on Israel, handwritten notes before we got this, right? And so we have a mayor now in Nashville who is upset that there was a leak. And I get from his standpoint that it's a breach of trust and, you know, you want things to be airtight, but I feel like it's deeper than that. I feel like he's upset with transparency. How does that contrast with what we just showed on that video? Breach of trust, that, that that is one of the most important things that you just said, and that everyone needs to know this. Breach of trust. The mayor feels this is a breach of trust. And I dare say the breach of trust started when the government decided to censor information. Because let me tell you something. I, I grew up in a, uh, in a private school, went to private school. And if you read that note... <clears throat> She had contempt for kids that did have means. And, 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 that's, and that's a common misconception. Let, let me put this off to the side real quick. The common misconception of people that go to private schools thinking that they're rich and balling ain't even close to the truth. Not even close. 
My parents worked a blue collar job. My mom, she was going through uh, inroads, which is a program for really smart individuals. Um, so, you know, once she gets out, she can, I mean, do amazing. I mean, she's a brainiac. And my parents made it on a salary from a blue collar job and were able to put me and my sister in private school, not saying it was easy because it was far from it. And so just that ideology, the perception of, of, of what we think is rich and poor, that's that's got to go. That's really got to go. Because when I see people, it means I think hard work. Good job. You did something right. But anyways, that's just a little aside. Um, the breach of trust, in my opinion, came in when they didn't tell us. And as, as you can see with half of the folks in that community, man, I, I the father, that first guy we spoke, I spoke to, uh, w, he, he man, he's a good father, man. And where I was at was actually a food drive that was going on. He was like, shoot, man, I'm just doing what I can. I just got off work, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, man, did you know about this information? He goes, no, man, no no one, no one told us anything about, about the shooter. No one told us anything about anything that we needed to know. And he was, he was just so mind blown that the government, police, that he trusts to protect and serve. We're only protecting and serving their own behinds. Because if we're honest, in the city of Nashville, which sticks out like a sore thumb in the whole of Tennessee, <laughs> let's be honest, in the city of Nashville, it is ran by, by liberals that will do anything to hold on to power. I mean, you, I mean, you saw the fiasco that was uh, Justin Jones, right? We saw that. We saw them protesting on the floor during a proceeding, and that is unacceptable. Yet and still, you have a whole apparatus, and some in the Republican Party as well, who circle the wagons around these people and protect them when they have no place, no place in the halls of power like that. But, you know, <clears throat> I think Nashvilleians are waking up because of this, because they understand that our leaders that we have currently, all the way from the chief of police to the, the fire chief, whom I had broken bread with, all of them failed. They had information at their fingertips that could have easily benefited a bunch of other parents. Because you can't tell me if you did not have a child in any private school or any school of any sort that you did not have anxiety the next week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. But they sat on it. Oh, we know best. We know best. And every time, like you said, oh, we already know this. This person was already on the radar. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, oh, we talked about it yesterday, you know, about it. And I said, yeah, how many of these shooters are on the FBI watch list? I said, well, what are you watching? You know, what? why, why are we just watching? You know, well, if they're on the watch list, that's great. I'm happy you watched them. But I mean, you know, like, if your if your goal is to keep people safe, why are you not doing that? Uh, and instead, like you said, you're keep, they're keeping their jobs safe. They're keeping their cling to power safe. Yeah. That's something that we've addressed on this show many, many times. I brought up that again. You know, if you're an 80 year old on January 6th in the Capitol and you walked within the ropes because the doors were open and you didn't know any better. I mean, should you have known better? We can have that conversation, but you're on the watch list and they're paying more attention to you than somebody who's getting ready, scrolling notes in a, in a notepad saying, oh yeah, I could have been caught in the summer of 2021, two years or a year and a half before she commits this heinous act, this horrible act of homegrown domestic terror. That's what I call it because she's a product of the system. She was taught, uh, you know, different things about people this whole idea that, you know, uh, rich white kids and the daddy's Mustangs and, you know, she's using all these words, you know, to, to describe and all this hate. It's hate. It's hateful, yeah. you know, and, oh, and that's what motivated it. She was radicalized, you know, and it's not to say she's this victim either, obviously, but you see what happens. And, I, and unfortunately, I fear, just like you said, if you're a parent, you know, I'm not a parent, but if there are parents out there sending their children to private schools, that this this person who shot up the Covenant School and committed this act uh, is not going to be the only one because of the system that she came from. Thank now, you. you spoke with this the, the first guy, the first gentleman in the video, um, and uh -huh. he said something that really got me. And he said, we shouldn't have to rely on information coming from not other people. He said other good people, as in 
what Steven Crowder did and whoever it was that leaked the information to Steven Crowder to put out, what they did was a good thing. Meanwhile, you have elected officials and politicians saying that it is a bad thing. That's the disconnect between the electeds and the people that I think we all should have an issue with. What say you? Absolutely. Because I think about this. Every one of the, let's just use, let's just use the upper echelon at the current moment. Every one of the upper echelon of the police department, the chief, the fire chief, all the upper echelon of the DAs, the governor, everyone at that level that knew the information, they have protection. They have protection. Their kids are always protected. And you know it. And you know it. When they go to the grocery store, they're protected. This, this lopsidedness of I'm going to play by these sets of rules and you're going to play by these sets of rules have got to stop. Because I had a conversation with someone. Uh, I could not put that in the video um, for reasons I won't disclose, uh, but I wanted to respect her. Um, but it was a young lady who uh, I went, I walked inside a Dollar General. I was trying to get her outside, but she <laughs> she walked in. She didn't see me. So I walked in and I said, ma'am, can I just ask, me, ask you a couple questions or whatever? If, if you know about, you know, the shooting and, and the manifesto. And she had no clue, no idea. No idea. So I, I showed her the articles. I didn't even probe or ask or just or imply anything on my end. And I just asked her a couple basic questions. And she said, this information would have been so vital for me as a mother because he is the only son I have left. Mm. She lost a son, um, I believe she said four years ago, and he was the older child. Of, of, of the one she has now. And that resonated with me. It hit me like a ton of bricks because I'm like, wow, you, you're you so right. This We have got to think about more than just what it's going to look like in terms of a narrative. Right. We have got to get to the root of the issue, just like the shooting that happened in Florida at the, at the nightclub. They did everything, the news media, the mainstream media did everything in their power to try to, to twist the narrative. And I'm like, this narrative, this, this ideology being the dictator of how we're going to tell the story has got to stop because somebody's going to get hurt. And people already have. Uh, oh, oh, absolutely. You know, people already have. And and the, the point is more people will as long as this is looked at as something that is okay, where are the politicians on this? Where are our elected officials that are that are supposed to be representing the best wishes and, and the will of the folks that you interviewed in that video that we just played? The ones who said that good people, quote-unquote, we shouldn't have to rely on information being released by other good people. Where are the politicians representing that gentleman or the mothers or, or, the, or the fathers or the brothers or the sisters and the folks that you spoke to that didn't want to be on camera, where are the politicians? Where have, You've got some background with them, right? I mean, yeah. where are yeah. they? What's the deal? Yeah, so I'm, I'm the former chair of the uh, Young Republicans of Williamson County. Uh, and, you know, the one, the one thing I noticed uh, in Nashville proper, which is Davidson, uh, you can see the priorities in the structures that they build in Nashville. You have a crane going up in every single last corner of downtown. And then there's a long stretch where you find dilapidated housing, you find crumbling infrastructure like you have not seen. When you see Nashville, you usually think the boots and the lights and Broadway. Well, it's go outside and you will absolutely see what the priorities are because you go up the road from downtown Nashville and you see a brand new ginormous police headquarters that will make your mind go what? And it's right beside what a Burger King and a car wash that recently shut down whole giant hole in the wall. And you have street walkers that, you know, walk this, I mean, that, that, that walk up and down. It, it, it is one of the most grotesque sites. It will make your head swim. And so you ask about 
prior, uh, the, like, like, what is the sentiment? The sentiment is, well, we got their vote. That's the sentiment. We don't have to tell you anything. And they get that vote every single year. And I was talking to a few people out there, and they're like, and I, I spoke nothing of politics, by the way. Nothing. I didn't say Republican. I didn't say I was conservative. I didn't say, I didn't say, I said nothing. And it was such a human connection. And it showed me how Democrats do not care. That's the last thing they care about is those people. Because every four years they come in, they get those poor folks votes, and then they walk away and they'll never fix the problem because they have to have something to say, I'm useful for to, to fix this. Even though for the past 15 years they haven't. So the sentiment is, oh well. That's the sentiment among the people. They do not care. Um, so I, I, I told people, y'all, best you can. Get in the know. Share this information. Talk to your neighbors. I would walk up and down the street when it started to get dark, and you know, I'm like, you know what, y'all know me, so I'm gonna back on up. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's it, you you get a feel because a lot of the times, in my opinion, when it comes to politics. It doesn't take much to see where the priorities lie. And it's clearly not with the people. Uh, and it's clearly uh, a CYA operation right now. But they're guaranteed to spend 10 times the amount of resources to find the person who did the leak. Right. Right. That's a guarantee. Yeah. Why are we so, you know, the, the whole thing, the conversation should not just be about the leak. I mean, we want to talk about who did it. That's fine. You want to say that they technically breached protocol. That's fine. We can have the conversation. Um, but why are we going to spend, like you said, 10 times the amount of resources to find, you know, who leaked this information, information that other people in the community and the surrounding areas said was information that they want to know as, as hard as it is to digest and as, as you know, as still open the wounds may be. Uh, information that is still important for the community to have their hands on and to be in the know of and be knowledgeable about. We're going to spend all of this time, all of these resources to find the person who leaked it instead of stopping the next one. What? Why? What? What is that about? The reason why is because what it does is it challenges their authority. It challenges their worldview, in my opinion. Because how, just as we have clearly seen, law enforcement is not able to do the job. They're not. But if you tell any one of these folks that are in support of the Democrats and, and, and or gun control in general, you ask them in the perfect, I mean, you ask them, well, what do you do in the, if there's a shooting? Get rid of guns. Okay. All right. So you're telling me by taking away law-abiding citizens' weapons, this is going to stop the issue. Let's think about this. Nine times out of ten, that ain't going to work because if someone wants to do something with a weapon, they can easily do it. So let's take away that category. So let's say all the guns are gone. So now all the illegal guns are on the streets. Who's going to go knock on those trap houses' doors? Who's going to go knock on those uh, gang members' doors? Who's going to go to the cartels' homes because they're all over Tennessee? Mm -hmm. Who's going to go there? It's not going to be any one of these gun-grabbing people out here. It's not going to be the police officers because they know where they're at, and they're fine with it because they want to come home. So who is going to do it? Nobody. So everyone is now a sitting duck. And, and, and when I explain things like that to people, their brains break. It just breaks. So I, 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 don't, I don't know how you fix this issue without – Going into these neighborhoods that are, it they are they are dying of someone to come there and say, "What do you need? Let me help you." And this is a call to all Republicans, all conservatives, all middle of the road folks, y'all. It is so important. It is imperative that we get into these areas. The only reason I'm convinced, after me walking through the neighborhood. I'm convinced the only reason we don't have that in terms of a vote is because we just damn it don't care. I'm sorry for cursing. We just don't care. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's so low on the list of priorities. That's unfortunate. 
Yeah. You know, and and, 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 and and to be honest with you, the Democrats play the game better. They go in, they say, we're going to fix it. They get the vote because someone's at least telling them they're going to fix it. They're going to address it. Oh, I see them. Oh, they're addressing my problem. And then they get into office. They have the vote. They leave. You know, and then they blame the plight of these communities on Republicans and other people. You know, they, they create a problem and then they say, I'm going to fix the problem. Well, you created it. Why would you know? It's like uh, Moderna saying, well, we have uh, a new mRNA vaccine that's going to repair your heart. What the, you mean the heart, my heart, that your other vaccine broke? Like, you know, it's it's just thing. You know, these these are what they do. And it's a cycle. It's a never ending cycle. And eventually people like you are going to have to be the spoke. Uh, that is, is thrown into the wheel and the bicycles is going to have to get upended, right? And and, and th- things are just going to have to come to a stop. Uh, we're running out of time, but I do want everyone to follow you. Your two platforms, they've been scrolling on the ticker, but why don't you tell everybody the best way to follow you and your work? We're going to have you back, obviously, uh, more more and more and more as we keep going, um, specifically with Nashville, but National politics. Guys, this Ramont here, this guy, knowledgeable as hell. I know you love him. Uh, tell everybody where you could follow him or where they can yeah, follow uh, you. Sorry. My goodness. You can follow me at, at Mr. Do Gooder, all spelled out, at Mr. Do Gooder um, on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, Instagram as well. And um, yeah, I, uh, I, I post pretty regularly and I try to let people know what's going on in Nashville and abroad. And I'm also working on some fun projects. So y'all. Y'all stay close to me. Yeah, there's some uh, potential, am I allowed to say, music on the way. We'll see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see. When that comes out, we'll, we'll get you back and we'll talk about it. So thank you for joining us today, Ramon Hamer. Uh, you'll be back uh, whenever you're ready. You always have a home here on Ungoverned. I'm sure everybody loves you. And uh, give them a follow. Thanks for joining us. Ramont Hamer, a friend of mine from Nashville, Tennessee, former chairman, as he said, the Williamson County Young Republicans. I hope you enjoyed that. He's a great guy, really is uh, uh, one of the few out here that are just awesome out here in Nashville. So that's Ramont Hamer. Uh, folks, ladies and gentlemen, I, I've got to run through the, our final two sponsors of the day before we go. We have a rally coming up later today on, uh, on LFA TV, Trump Rally in Hialeah, Florida, in the Miami area. But folks, first, I want to give you one simple solution that will greatly improve your life, better sleep, sharpen your mind, and get back to feeling great. Start taking Field of Greens. Most of you are like me. There's a list of things every day that run you down. I'm way too busy to pick fruit and chop vegetables every single day, but I did my homework and I chose Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically chosen to support specific health functions like heart, liver, and kidney health, immune system, and metabolism. Field of Greens will help you stay healthy. Uh, it's the only brand with a better health promise, so enjoy Field of Greens at your next doctor's visit. If your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up. Return it for a refund. Keep your body healthy, and your mind and spirit will follow. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code LFA. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha. Fieldofgreens.com, code LFA for 15% off. And last but not least, we have OFP Farms and their magnesium products. Uh, and everything else. They're goat milk products as well. OFP Farm, see it on your screen, produces quality goat milk products for everyday use. Soaps, lotions, lip balms, all-natural pain relief and beard products. You may be asking why goat milk. Well, here are some of the benefits. Goat milk helps to heal skin and promote regrowth of dead skin cells damaged by everyday life, harsh chemicals, and exposure to the elements. It is packed naturally with vitamins A, B, C, E, and K. OFP Farms creates, produces, and ships directly from their farm. Products are made with premium ingredients and small batches to maintain quality. They are a family-owned and operated goat farm and a patriotic America-first God-fearing company. So be sure to visit their website at OFPFarms.com. That is OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com. And browse their selection of products. And don't forget to use the promo code LFA15. That is Lima Foxtrot Alpha 1-5. For 15% off your entire order at checkout, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. Thank you so much to everybody who watched and listened today. We got Jeremy Harrell coming up next with Live from America at 11 a.m. Kevin is doing two hours today, 12 to uh, 2. Uh, he's taking over Crispy's spot and doing his spot uh, with Loud Majority and Unafraid. Then Ryan Matta with Matta Fact at 2. I think Anna will be with Crispy outside of the rally at 3. Uh, no Santilli report. We're going to have rally pre-show coverage at 4. The rally and everything going on from 5 all the way through to the rest of the night. So the only shows that are left is Live from America with Jeremy Harrell at 11 a.m., Kevin taking over, uh, Unafraid and Loud Majority, and then Matter of Fact with Ryan Matter at 2. The rest of it is going to be rally coverage for the remainder of the day, so keep it locked here for Trump's rally at Hialeah, Florida. As President Trump says, we will never give up, we will never give in, and we will never, ever surrender. Even when times are tough right now, we'll keep on fighting. So keep going, keep going, keep going at the worst. 
case happens will just become ungovernable. Thank, ungovernable. Thank you. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless this one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Have a great rest of your day. Please subscribe to us on audio. Share the show before you leave. Hit the like button before you leave. And we'll be on tonight. Make America laugh again. Rumble.com slash Captain Deplorable. Have a great rest of your day. We'll catch you later tonight. We'll catch you tomorrow morning. 